And what's up, Isla del Sur Pueblo? Today is Monday, March 18, 2019. I'm Chris Gomez coming to you from the Pocket Tooth Village. You're listening to a little bit of Dick Dale, who sadly passed away over the weekend at the age of 81. So Dick Dale, uh, famous for making uh, surf music popular. He had a little bit of a renaissance with the movie Pulp Fiction. But uh, today in the studio here at the Pocketu Village, I have Tribal Councilman Ralph, uh, also known as Shorty Gomez. How are you doing, Shorty? I'm doing good. Yeah, and uh, you know we're just going to talk about a few um, contemporary Native American issues today. Really general show. We'll kind of bounce around. Um, I've been wanting to get Ralph Gomez in here for uh, quite a while now because uh, he, d- he does a lot of great work, um, mainly with the Tigua Youth Council. He's really into environmental issues. He's uh, been at the forefront of some of some preservation efforts here. So it's, it's great to finally have him in the studio. So many of the people from the Tribal Empowerment Department, too, when they come in, they do their show. They mention uh, Shorty, uh, well, Councilman Gomez by name here and all the work that he do- does. So we finally have you in the studio. Oh, welcome. Welcome. How's it going? Good, good, good. So um, you still practicing, practicing your Tiwa speaking, Councilman? Yeah, I kind of practice it in my own or I'll try to go to Richard's class. Yeah, Richard, I've been trying to get get him in here uh, also to do do a, an episode in that, um, you know, talk about his language preservation efforts. But I know you've always been a, a backer in, in, in that and um, speaking the native language. And it's good to see, like, the kids that you work with in the Tigua Youth Council um, taking that initiative and going to the classes and everything. So is that something you encouraged? Yeah, we, we encourage them to go. Uh, you know, they have they meet once a once a week on Thursdays and then they try to go to language class either on Tuesdays or or Wednesdays. Yeah, and I'm re- I'm really surprised that a lot of them are not not well. I shouldn't say that I'm surprised. I, I I'm really impressed more to speak that a lot of them are picking it up and everything. They're doing a really good job there. So um, that that's impressive. And Richard, Rick, everyone over there at the Tigua Cultural Center, they're doing a great job. As a matter of fact, um, I just saw a flyer that that they're welcoming some butterfly dancers from um, the Pueblo of Picaris tomorrow. Yeah, they'll be here tomorrow all day. Uh, I think they're gonna uh, they're gonna go to a language class because I believe they also talk uh, Tiwa. So some of their kids yeah. will be down, and they'll be spending the whole day at the cultural center. Northern Tiwa, right? Uh, Northern. Tiwa. Yeah, so it's kind of like um like Taos, uh, it, like Taos and that. So that uh, what I've heard um, before, some people say it's about eighty percent similar to our language. Yeah, I could understand some of it. I was at a the Southern Pueblo meeting, and there was a gentleman from Taos talking. I could understand some of it. Some of it, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like Spanish and Portuguese yeah. to draw a comparison there, I guess. Like, a lot of similarities, but, you know, still uh, um, distinct. And uh, they, they speak really fast also. Yeah, uh, that's one thing over here. Uh, we, we, we do talk it, but we talk it a little slower. And down there when you hear them talk, it's like, you know, to me it seems like it's uh, 100 miles an hour, but... Once they slow down, you, you kind of understand everything. Yeah. So uh, what are the projects that the Youth Council are um, working on right now? Uh, they're trying to do a lot of community work, design, you know, cleaning the elders' yards, fundraisers, uh, tribal gardens. They're helping out with a garden project. Um, they're trying to keep busy. Uh, so they're trying to get to Florida to the Unity Conference. The Unity Conference. Have you gotten a chance to get out to Unity th- yet? Yeah. Last year, we, we took the Youth Council to San Diego. San Diego, what did you think of that conference? 
Uh, it's a large gathering of native youths from all, all across the United States. It's really a good conference. Yeah, I, I got to go to the one in, in Denver maybe two years ago and then Oklahoma City the year. But it, it was funny because I guess um, they move it around so that different kids can have a chance to, you know, go within driving distance because it's expensive to transport kids, like, you know, especially a flight. So, um, you know, I'd, I'd imagine Albuquerque will have a unity at some point. Yeah, it would be nice if it was Albuquerque or maybe even in the future we could even host one. Yeah, that, that'd be awesome if we could host a Unity because they have that fire that each tribe is responsible for keeping burning. Yeah. The yeah. Unity fire there. And uh, all they discuss a lot of contemporary issues too. I know that like, um, you know, a lot of things like social media and just different things, uh, uh, suicide among teens that affect the, the youth. So um really teaches them a lot of leadership skills they get to meet a lot of um people that they look up to they have a talent show so it's a really great event uh, you know if uh you can go to unity online if you want to make a donation because they know they're a nonprofit. yeah uh, so um i know uh, uh, a couple years ago uh when, when i went to unity i think adam beach was there like w like one of the guest speakers so he's a famous actor and and uh, we just passed 20 years of smoke signals and uh, I guess Smoke Signals, it's this, this movie that's just been iconic among Native American people for capturing uh, reservation life. It was um, adapted off of a Sherman Alexi short story, I believe. Is that right? Uh, I believe so, yeah. And it's, a, it's one of the first Native American movies. Where, you know, it, it's, it's humorous, but it, at the same time, it has, a, it, it has a point to it, too. Yeah. So I, I mean, what, what, what I like about it, though, is like it, it did a great job of ca capturing Native American humor. And at the same time, um, you know, there, there were a lot of ser serious issues that were discussed there, alcoholism, things that affect, you know, um, just that relationship between uh, Victor and his father, you know, like, like it really hit home. I, I You were the one that introduced me to that movie, like maybe like it was probably 20 years ago <laughs> when it yeah, just came it's out. It's been a while. Since yeah. It came out. When was the last time you watched it? Uh, around pr probably a few months ago. I yeah, have it on DVD too. Yeah, <laughs> you're a big fan. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I've watched it. You know, maybe a couple months ago also, and it, it really has uh, withstood the test of time though. Like it doesn't seem like dated or, you know, either that or just reservation life hasn't changed all that much. But um, you know, the, um, just some great characters. I I saw um, um. God, what it's Thomas, it, like what he looks like now with his short hair and everything, yeah. like just he's like a doctor, a or physician, <laughs> a physician, yeah, yeah. you know. So that actor, I don't know the name of his t uh, top of his head, yeah. uh, but but I mean, like 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 that's great, you know, Native American doctor and everything. But I I mean, I think if you grew up on a reservation, whether it's urban or rural, like there were parts of that movie that you can really relate to. Yeah, you can relate to that movie. It, yeah, it's it's reservation life at its at its truth, you know. Yeah, and I, I think that's something that Sherman Alexi has done a great job at, at, at doing is just capturing, um, you know, that reservation life. I've, I read a diary of a part-time Indian, and um, I know there's this one passage in there where they talk about how everybody has the same pair of glasses on the reservation because <laughs> the, the IHS clinic only has, like, six pairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no? And I do see people with my gla my glasses and everything. So, um, you know, uh, um, just sense of humor that only Native people would understand. What was your favorite part of that movie? Uh, favorite scene? I don't know. I mean, there's a, there's a few of them. Probably the ending's nice when he goes back to the river and drops the ashes in the, you know, that's yeah, that's the closing, and you know, that just puts a, a whole reality to the movie what it really meant. And yeah, you know. he 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 makes p 
peace with his father. With his father at yeah. the end. Because they had an estranged relationship. And throughout the whole entire movie, mm-hmm. it's really funny because he has these flash flashbacks. And they're both good and bad of his father, you know, like, like, and, and, um, you know, he, of course he's traveling because his father passed away to, you know, deal with, with his father's death. And, um, Victor has these, these flashbacks and you see like what a really, um, you know, just, just, I, I guess like a hu- human beings in general, we're imperfect people, but you know, everybody has their good qualities and, you know, he remembers him as a storyteller and everything, you know, his alcoholism. But then, um, you know, there's this one scene that kind of stands out where um, Thomas talks about getting bullied and and Victor's father um, intervening in that bullying and everything and then taking him to Denny's. And you could see like a little bit of resentment built up because uh, Victor just feels like there there's no uh, um, like he didn't have that many moments. And maybe like Thomas kind of stole one from him. Yeah. Yeah. Just I mean, like it, 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 it hits uh, like really hard sometimes, you know. Yeah, but it was it was a good movie, and then I think after the, you know, through that movie, I think a lot more Native American movies came out, and it it kind of set the yeah the standard for Native American movies. Yeah, it was really done really well from a Native American perspective. But you know, twenty years, a lot of uh, history behind that. You know, and every time I see somebody named Victor, <laughs> like yeah, I wanna, hey Victor, hey Victor <laughs> <laughs> you know, want to yeah. go into that. But you know, great great flick and everything. So uh, let's shift gears a little bit. Let's talk about um, this um, um, blessing that you're going to be doing for the Oregon Mountains. Um, can you tell me a little bit about that project and how that came about? It says right here, the Wilderness Celebration with Senator Tom Udall, March 21st, 2019, at the Oregon uh, Mountains Desert Peaks National Monument from 1130 to 1230. Yeah, it's just a little little blessing that Senator Udall's office uh, called me to see if I could do. So I think me and the war captain, Javier Loera, are going to be going out there. And doing it, uh, yeah. The what happened is, uh, uh, well, the Oregon Mountains Desert Peaks National Monument was created a few years back, and what they did, uh, President Trump actually signed uh, some wilderness destinations, like ten in in the monument itself, and that just gives uh, those lands an extra layer of protection. Oh, that's great, because I know for a while we were worried that, that the Trump administration was going to um, pull back on some of the protections there, because, of course, if um, people aren't aware, that was signed into, uh, it was it was designated um, a site by President Barack Obama through executive order, and those executive orders were under review um, initially by uh, former um, Secretary of the Interior, um, Zinke. You know, um, the tri- our, our tribe did uh, attend a consultation with them, and, you know, we opposed um, them making any kind of reductions to the protections there. Uh, um, that was done in Las Cruces, New Mexico. It's it's probably been about two years now. Of course, uh, Zinke's long gone now. He's had his own share of controversy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, yeah, uh, yeah um, you know, Puerto Rico and everything like that. But, you know, it's it's great to see that, that the administration has kind of, um, you know, done a 180 on their stance there, and, you know, you guys are protecting that for those of you that don't know the oregon mountains um they're about maybe 20 min, 20 to 30 minutes east of um las cruces new mexico yeah there's like three sections of the of the monument itself uh in the las cruces area yeah and i, I mean like if if you're in the el paso area the las cruces area even the albuquerque area like it's just absolutely beautiful like it's gorgeous um untouched you know like it should be preserved and uh, so much wildlife and people don't even realize that it's there, like in the middle of the desert. So I know that this designation kind of, um, you know, brought it to light and everything. So, um, you know, great project that you're doing. Of course, uh, our ancestors, um, 
frequented those those locations to do some hunting and not just our ancestors but all pueblo people and um apache people and you know there were there were a lot of um support from the community of las cruces doñana organizations um uh, el paso ones it was a great group to that you were were a part of huh yeah uh i work uh with uh, Nathan Small, he's actually uh, one of the state reps in New Mexico now, and you know him and Mr. Udo and and Heinrich, they were you know these people all had a a very major part of of making the monument come true uh, through their hard work and the, all their efforts. Uh, you know, uh, Las Cruces got the the monument. Yeah, and I, I I just see nothing but benefit for Las Cruces because ecotourism is just something that that I don't think a lot of people are aware of, like how many people like really visit these monuments and the economic um, impact that that they do have because they they have to stay at hotels when they do that, um, you know, and and I think like YouTube now it's kind of bringing to life. Um, there there's these vloggers that go like monument to monument now and they live in vans, you know, and they're they're kind of like regressing back to like this bohemian type lifestyle. And um, it's just like like there's like this amazing freedom that they have, you know, like when they go like to these monuments and, you know, experience the earth. And, and, and it's people of all races, you know, not just native people, but, you know, they're just getting that appreciation for for, you know, um, the the beautiful lands that are out there. So you've done some work with Bears Ears also, right? Well, we wrote letters of support in that. And uh, that was one of the. The monuments was on the chopping blocks from the Trump administration, but hopefully, through all the efforts of the the tribes up in Utah and so and northern New Mexico, hopefully they could uh, get that issue fixed and the monument stays the the same size that it's it was intended to be. Yeah, and I know um you guys you on on council at the time you gave me the pleasure of when the uh, um I guess the honor of um um representing the tribe. When um, the monument was signed signed into uh, into existence by President Barack Obama, so I, I got to sit there and watch him sign that, and I mean, it was just an amazing job. Uh, you know, Senator Heinrich was there, Senator Udall was there, uh, um, Nathan um, Small was there, and everything. You know, um, a lot of great people from Las Cruces that you know they've they've done great work. I didn't feel like I deserved to be there because of a lot more people, but um, I know a couple of. Um, Years ago, we also supported um, Kastner Range um, becoming protected, and um, we went out there um, to that. And that, that was um, then-Congressman Beto O'Rourke, now presidential candidate Beto O'Rourke. So I, I got online today, and I saw that he's, in his first weekend of um, his presidency, he's raised $6.1 million. Yeah, they were talking about that. And I, I said, do you believe he raised $6 million in, in such a short time? Yeah. I mean, people like him. Yeah, I, I mean, he's just, he's Obama 2.0 when you think about it. I think, like... I think it's because he's just down-to-earth. Really really yeah. down-to-earth guy, mm -hmm. like, you know, um, mm -hmm. al always a friend of our tribe in general. And, and I, I mean, even, like, when we had um, differences of opinion, because I, I know um, he, uh, the tri Tribal Law and um, uh, Labor Act, you know, that, that um, would, would put tribes on the same um, same equal footing as, as states as, as far as their union laws and, and policy. Um, he, he voted against that. And I, I remember, you know, having like long conversations and uh, with him about, you know, like why w we should be um, uh, on the state. But I mean, like ultimately he favored laborers and um, th that's really the one disagreement I can think about that we had. But I mean, it was civil, you know, um, you know, he went on helping the tribe like like beyond that. And 
I, I just think um, he, he, he has this um, personality that transcends politics. And you can tell that the GOP, they're, they're running a little bit scared. I know just because of that that popularity, I've seen like the pictures. He's done a great job on on Instagram. Like you know, you just see these iconic photographs. You know, I I I would call him a blend of Obama and a Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a real good good guy, and uh, yeah, know, I wish him the best. I mean, he still has to get through the primaries and yeah. see how that goes. There's so many of them in it that uh, we'll find out later on. See, yeah, who, who survives who it. survives the process. But I haven't seen any of them with this kind of momentum like him though. So, you know, just us being local and like like him being our congressman for oh, so yeah. long. I mean, you know, I, I I think you know a majority of people here in West Texas, you know, s- support him. You know, and and. Um, like like I say, I, I judge I judge politicians on their actions, and you know that 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 means more. And and always a friend to the the pueblo. Yeah, well, I mean the the pueblo like supports. I mean, if you support us and you help us out, we're, you're gonna have our support. Yeah. Either, if you're independent, Democrat, Republican, it don't matter as long as long as we know that yeah you you if we're in your district that you represent us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and I think that's something that that like um. Other tribes um, um, could do better is just you know improve their their relationships with their their congressmen and women because there, there's 565 plus federally recognized tribes out there. You gotta figure um, there's gotta be some data on how many con- congressional districts they are. Yeah. So if we all you know had this great relationship like we had with Congressman O'Rourke um, back when um, we have that same relationship with Congressman Hurd. He's been to several of our events, yeah. our powwows. Um, He's he's uh, been to blessings, different things that we've done. We've had he's asked tri- the tribe to um, do blessings for some of his events, like when he does his Dairy Queen tour, yeah. he kicks it off here. Um, the tribe does a blessing and sets him off on, on on those town halls and everything. And he's been successful in a battleground district. And I think it, it, the reason he's been successful is because he gets out and he meets his constituents. Yeah, he's one of those persons who goes door to door, and he's always at events and everything. And that's, I mean, that's what you got to do. You got to. You gotta be there for your, for the people who vote for you. Yeah, I, I mean, you're a representative of the people. Like, you know, it, you have to put your opinion aside and say, okay, what do a majority of my constituents want? And you've seen yeah. him do that with the wall issue. You know, he he's a Republican, but he's opposed to the wall, and you know, he he's looking for a smarter way to, to get that done. And I I mean, as as far as uh, our tribe's opposition to the wall, of course, the river's um, a sacred place to us, and. Um, you know, first and foremost, it's our ceremonial practices that that kind of guide us and not kind of guide us, that do guide us and everything. And anything that might have a negative impact to that, we're going to oppose. And, you know, that's where our tribe has been over the years. So, um, you know, we're not trying to stall progress or um, be a barrier to border security or anything like that. It's 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 more on the line of, you know, we're trying to maintain a way of life. Yeah, we're trying to maintain our, our religious uh life and that river is very important to us and you know i would just hope that democrats republicans president they all come up with a solution you know as a as as all all parties together i mean that's the only way it's gonna be taken care of you know yeah that most definitely so uh i mean just people in general like what i've seen in politics like like now just more than ever is um you, you, people just dig in like they're on one team and you know what I mean like I'm a Democrat or I'm a Republican and I'm gonna fight to the death and you know I think when you get to know people like as individuals and you know you, you um, learn more about their backgrounds and everything and and you can just have real dialogue and not not be so um, 
one-sided in your beliefs like like that's where mutual respect comes from and i mean i mean not just politics but just life in general you know just be good to one another so um i i i follow your facebook like it gives me a lot of things to talk about because you're always putting like like yeah, um, i like putting a lot of environmental things or stuff with inspire or, or just you know positive themes that's yeah. what i use my facebook for yeah so if you don't follow uh, um councilman gomez he's at uh facebook.com backslash ralph r-a-l-p-h dot s dot gomez so that's where you can find him it's a good um facebook if you want to um first of all see environmental issues environmental issues that are are um uh, uh, impact Native American people and, and Native American religious practices uh, in general, and it's just a, a good resource. <laughs> Shorty does a great job of just packaging that and um, putting out their interesting stories that that mean a lot to to me, and they're very, they're very interesting. So um, check out his Facebook; like like his just stream is, is really good. Um, also, things that are going on in the pueblo, um, you know, um, different events that he attends and. I know he d he d he does he puts out some good good content there, so um, we we talked a little bit about the powwow. So our our powwow has been happening for how long now? Uh, this would be the tenth year. The tenth year, okay. So th this is the Rock and the Res powwow that takes place every October. It, it it fluctuates weekends just depending on the powwow trail. Yeah, usually we try to have it like the first or second week week of October. Yeah, and it's it's become like a big event, and it happens um, right around um, an Indigenous Peoples Day. So you know that, that that's mm -hmm. a that's a great great thing. So you know we we have people from how many nations now have visited? Oh, yeah, I wouldn't know, but it's um, like the powwow. It's a, it's a chance for us as a pueblo to bring the native culture to the El Paso area because not everybody in El Paso or the surrounding area can can get out of the city and go to. A to powwows throughout the country, so this is a way the uh, the Pueblo of Isleta, the Sioux, brings that Native culture, you know, and it's not only the dancing, the drum groups, and it's a lot of Native American foods and vendors, and then we also have a, a little skate comp uh, right next door to it where a lot of the kids, so it's a, it's a good two-day family event. Yeah, have you seen a lot of growth among um, powwow dancers from our Pueblo over the years? Yeah, well actually, a lot more of our kids are participating, and a lot of our kids are actually taking some of the places in the category. Oh wow! So, so because I remember when we first started out, you know, it was just very far, far and few between, because um, you know, they hadn't gotten that experience. But then you saw, like, over the years, like you know, some really small kids too. Mm -hmm. You know, the, those um, what do they call the tiny tots division? Or yeah, the tiny tots. The tiny tots, like like everyone loves them, but you know, you could just see the spirit in these like, little little bodies and. You know the the drum groups are awesome. Like like you know, um, it, it, you know one thing that makes me laugh are just these memes that come out. Like you know like the like they'll have like the native drum group starter pack, you know, and 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 you, you see a guy with his Beats headphones and you know, but he's got he's got his drumstick in his back pocket and uh, you know, this like humor that only a native person would understand. You know, some lozenges. Yeah, <laughs> that that would be in the starter pack. But no, it really is a great event. It's well put on. Um, you know, like he mentioned, there's the skate jam. Um, so um, Councilman Gomez was instrumental in, in starting the skate park here at the Pocketu Village. That's the Pocketu Skate Park located at 601 Tiwa Boulevard, 79927. Uh, you want to talk about that project a little? Why, why did you uh, want to start that project in the first place? Uh, 
I, I don't know. Uh, we used to have a little skate park, I think, what you had put together uh, by the rec center. And it was a, a wooden skate park. And then after time, the... Yeah, my attempt was uh, much more <laughs> 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 futile than yours was. Yeah. The I tried. The elements ate up that park. But then the I just the kids wanted somewhere to skate and all that. So, you know, working with Speaking Rock and, and all that, we in Tribal Council, we, we got a, a permanent skate park built. And yeah, uh, we've put in good use to... We try to throw like three to four events throughout the year, you know, and it's, you know, it's not only our tribal kids in that, it's kids from the surrounding area where they have a chance to come and we give prizes out and, and you know, we have music and food and. Yeah, I mean, more than that, I think like, like, well, you have a demo coming up on March 27th, which will feature the Toy Machine skate team. You know, some, some pretty big names that will be there um, and they'll be doing a signing at a local skate shop after, mm -hmm. but. Um, a, a lot of people like you know they might have a negative uh, look at it like if you're kind of old school you know like like oh you know like there's these skateboarders and they kind of have this stigma and everything and um, you might have some negativity about like well what's the point of a skate park but like in reality like a skate park it, it's just um, this place that keeps kids out of trouble yeah. it gives them something that they love to do it's it's something that they're passionate about um, you know we talked a little bit about YouTube and social media like you know they highlight themselves on social media We've had um, our own tribal members um, start companies based on on um, um, skateboarding and that. We have our vendors that come out to these competitions, you know, um, tribal ice cream men, tribal yeah, food trucks, and you know, it, it, and um, you know, you you have our tribal members compete sometimes, you know, and 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 a lot of them are, are skilled, and you see their families sitting there on lawn chairs, like enjoying it, and, and I think it, it, it skateboarding really shouldn't have that that negative kind of you know like where they were outcast before and um I, it's been proven that you know especially like in other reservations that i think um in uh, one of the um sioux tribes that the suicide rate like like drastically de decreased when they opened the skate park so just just it, i think it's like a really positive uh, um a really positive activity for kids it's physical it keeps them healthy you know, it, it, it's a really well-built park and, and uh, like a lot of websites just like throughout the country have our skate park listed. And we've even had Tony Hawk here. Yeah, we had Tony Hawk uh, last year. And then we, what we do, usually we have a big time guy come in like Tony Hawk. We have a little skate comp before for the and then we have like different divisions for different age groups and that. And, you know, they compete for for decks and wheels and trucks and all that. But. It's our way of giving back to the community. It's not about making money or anything. It's about giving these kids uh, a place to be, a place to hang out. You know, not everybody plays football or not everybody plays basketball. I mean, you know, this is a, an escape. Some of these kids just want to come hang out with their friends, and it gives them a, a safe place, a safe environment to, to do that. Yeah, that, that, that's really awesome that, that you guys do that th with the skate park and everything. And, and and the cool thing about it is, like, once it's up, like, it doesn't really require a whole ton yeah. of maintenance. Yeah, I mean, we, we have a maintenance crew that goes out there and they keep it clean. Yeah, and so. That, but it's it's all cement and rail, so it's very low maintenance. Yeah, and, of course, if you take your kids out there, that's 601 Tiwa Boulevard, you know, you're going to want to have them, um, you know, be protective, get them the proper padding, mm -hmm. and, you know, like, if they're going to be riding on there, um, you know, it it can it can you know be dangerous you know especially like like um uh, the more advanced the skills get like you know the more element of danger there is to it you know but but there is like a, a little bit of mental toughness that goes through that you know I, I i was a skateboarder growing up and and 
um, I wish we would have had this park in my in my village. You know, like like who knows? We might have had some pros. Not that I would have been a pro, but you know, it it, it just it just would have been I, I think a better experience. So these kids are lucky to have that and everything. So. You know, just um, I want to thank you for the work that you do with the tribal youth, though. Like, you know, like the skate park, the tribal youth council, you know, the powwows, um, being the um, tribal council representative at the empowerment department. I know you show, show up to every event and they speak really highly of you. Um, you know, I, I had um, Augie in here and, and um, um, uh, um, Carlos Maese and, and all of them and, you know, um, uh, Stephanie Poss and they all talk about like you supporting them like in all, all their endeavors. And there are, there are a lot of like young up and coming tribal members in that department. So it's, it's really awesome what you do. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I got in tribal council and I mean, that's my responsibility. That's the responsibility I took. And it's, you know, if they have meetings or events and that I'm always there because, you know, that's, that's who I am. I mean, I mean, and even if, if I wasn't in tribal council, I would still support all these programs and that cause they do. I mean, education does a, one good job at you know all the programs they have for our kids and that all the right now they're out in Escarate fishing I think they have through the sub through the spring break program and they'll be going to Weko this week and I mean that department is uh, like awesome they they do so much for our, our tribal youth and that and hey do visit their Facebook because you think I have a nice Facebook. oh they yeah yeah a, no I they I have I one of the best Facebooks in, in Indian, Indian country, country. <laughs> period yeah, yeah let, they let me do get an excellent job on their Facebook. yeah let me get get you guys the address of that one so that one's um, www.facebook.com and then it's department dash of dash tribal dash empowerment okay so if you just search it on the Facebook search bar tribal empowerment department you know, they, they, they do an amazing job. It, uh, it just, I wouldn't even say like Indian country, just for any organization. Um, they, like I say, I think one of their talents is there are a lot of young people that they really know how to like market on social media. Yeah, they do an excellent yeah, job. Yeah, so I, I mean, this is about the third or fourth podcast where I've said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you see it and you're like, wow, yeah. this is this is good stuff here. yeah yeah i mean and there's so much going on there and i i think um you know just their department in general like if you're in indian country um listening to this podcast and that and you're you're looking for youth activities and that just visit that one you know give them a call get in contact with them they're, they're always happy to share they've spoken at several conferences you know uh, all across um you know the united states and everything on on some of the work they've done with pre-k and integration of language into their program and physical activities and and just um the cultural activities that they're, they're just a second to none yeah department yeah like on their head start program and their pre-k program i mean they're doing full emergence with the language and the language is coming back full and strong these mm -hmm. kids you see them they're greeting you in tivo in the morning and you know it's just remarkable how much these little kids can can absorb and right now they're absorbing the language and it's it's coming back pretty strong now yeah, it, it makes me really optimistic on, on, like, the future, you know? Like, I think we're going to have some, some good tribal leaders come out of these programs and oh take yeah. over and just kind of take the ball and, and do a lot better than we ever did, you know? Yeah, and just, just through their program, the number of students that we got attending college now has gone up. And, and I mean, there's so much this department does for our community that, you know, I praise them a lot, but... They deserve. They yeah, they they absolutely deserve the praise. You know, um, one of the uh, one of the best departments here. You know, bar none. Um, and one of the best departments in Indian country. Also, I'll say that. Yeah. So, um, anything else you want to add? You got any plugs? No. Well, you, you could visit the Pakitu uh, 
Facebook page too, and then there's also a Rock in the Res uh, uh, Facebook page. Okay, so the Rock in the Res Facebook page, just type that in in the search bar. You, they'll give you all the information for the Rock in the Res yeah, powwow. Right. I'll put up some more uh, um, spots and commercials for that as it gets closer. And, uh, you know, we find out all the names of people, the master of ceremonies, you know, as that gets closer, um, you know, the divisions, uh, how to register and everything. And then the Pocket 2 Facebook, the Pocket 2 Skate Park um, Facebook page, you can find that on, on Facebook. So, um, you know, to get, get an idea of what, what uh, Councilman Gomez is working on here, um, you know, we've got that event coming up, 601 Tewa Boulevard. That's March 27th. That's the Toy Box Toy, yeah. yeah, toy box. The demo will be at demo. the at the park from five to six, and then they'll go to the Forest uh, Skate Shop located in El Paso uh, for a signing party. Yeah, so if you if you're you want to see some pros in action, um, see what's possible there at the skate park. You know that that that'd be a good day to come out. We're gonna um, try and get a live remote going there and interview some of the skaters. So, um, you know that 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 should be really really good um, there. Um, so. Um, th- thank you for joining me, Councilman Gomez, today yeah, on, no on the Daily Corn Mill. Uh, this off- mm-hmm. awesome episode. Hope to have you back sometime. Um, you can find us uh, online at uh, org. Scroll to the bottom. There's a listen link, our radio station. You can listen to um, a- anywhere that you have Wi-Fi on your smartphone and, and that. And then um, also um, you can find this podcast, The Daily Corn Mill, on anywhere that that has podcasts now, we're we're on Apple iOS, we're on on Google Podcasts, we're on Pocket Cast, we're on Stitcher, we're on um, um, st- uh, Anchor. Then oh, the uh, I'm missing one that that's real big. Spotify, Spotify is the one where you so you can you can get past episodes of that. I'd like to thank uh, Councilman Gomez for joining me, and uh, you're listening to the Daily Corn Meal on Kue 101.5 FM LP. Is the Sur.